streets away, prompting the cab driver to shake his head and mutter something beneath his breath. She felt like shaking her head, too. A shilling for the sleight of hand that kept her employed. It didn't matter that that shilling would keep her with a roof over her head and food on the table for months to come, she still felt its loss keenly. Her stockings needed darning again, and they hadn't the thread for it. Her younger sister Lena had put her fingers through her gloves, and fourteen-year-old Charlie. Her breath caught. Charlie needed more than the pair of them combined. Ay, a voice called. Ay, you. Honoria's hand strayed to the pistol in her pocket, and she glanced over her shoulder. A few months ago she might have jumped skittishly at the cry, but she'd spotted the ragged urchin out of the corner of her eye as soon as she started toward Ratcatcher Gate. The pistol was a heavy, welcoming weight in her grip. Her father's pistol was one of the few things she had left of him, and probably the most precious for its sheer practicality. She'd long ago given up on sentimentality. "'Yes?' she asked. The square was abandoned, but she knew there'd be eyes watching them from the heavily boarded windows that lined it. The urchin peered at her from flat, muddy brown eyes— It could have been any age or sex with the amount of dirt it wore. She decided the square jaw was strong enough to name it a boy. Not even the constant rain could wash away the dirt on his face, as though it were as deeply ingrained in the child's paws as it was in the cobblestones beneath their feet. "'Spare a shilling, Mum?' he asked, glancing around as though prepared to flee. Honoria's eyes narrowed and she gave the urchin another steady look. If she wasn't mistaken, that was a rather fine herringbone stitch riddled with grime at the edge of the child's coat. The clothing fit altogether too well for it to have been stolen, and it was draped in such a manner that it made the child look rather more malnourished than she suspected he was. She took her time drawing her slim change purse out and opening it, A handful of grimy shillings bounced pitifully in the bottom of it. Plucking one out with reluctance, she offered it to the little street rogue. The urchin reached for the coin, and Honoria grabbed his hand. A quick twist revealed the inside of the child's wrist, and the crossed daggers tattooed there. His wary mud-brown eyes widened, and he tried to yank his hand away. Let go! Honoria snatched her shilling back and released him. The boy staggered, landing with a splash in a puddle. He swore under his breath and rolled to his feet. "'I've more need of it than you,' she told him, then swept her cloak to the side to reveal the butt of the pistol in her skirt pocket. "'Run back to your master and tell him to give you a coin.' The boy's lip curled, and he glanced over his shoulder. "'Worth a try? Already been paid for this.' He flipped a shilling out of nowhere and then pocketed it just as swiftly. A stealthy smile flashed over his face, gone just as quickly as the coin. Himself wants a word with you. Himself? For a moment she was blank. Then her gaze shot to the child's wrist and that damning tattoo of ownership. She tucked her change purse away and tugged her cloak about her chin. I'm afraid I'm not at liberty this evening. Somehow she forced the words out, cool and clipped. Her fingers started to shake. She thrust them into fists. My brother is not well, and I'm late. I must see to him. She took a step, then shied away as a hand caught at her cloak. Don't, 
touch me. The boy shrugged. I'm just the messenger, love, and trust me, you ain't wanting him to send one of the others. Her mouth went dry. In the ensuing silence, she felt as though her heartbeat had suddenly erupted into a tribal rhythm. Six months scratching a living on the edges of the rookery, trying to stay beneath the notice of the master, all for nothing, he'd been aware of her probably all along. She had to see what he wanted. She'd caught a glimpse of the others who were part of his gang. Everybody in the streets gave them a large berth, like rats fleeing from a pack of prowling toms. Either she could go of her own volition, or she could be dragged there. Let me tell my sister where I'm going, she finally said. She'll be worried. Your neck, the urchin said with a shrug, not mine. Honoria stared at him for a moment, then turned toward Ratcatcher Gate. Its heavy stone arch cast.